To Journey Through Decacast, a counter retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I'm Evan. And um, Chris is stuck in a gondola. That That's what we're going with this week? Alright, cool. Um, yeah, do you have anything else? No. I mean, that's good as, it's as good as any other. I mean, the only other things that happened involved murder, so I can't really use those. Yeah... I mean, yeah, no, we haven't had seen anything where people come back to life and gotcha man yet, so. I mean, not saying that it can't happen, just that it hasn't. Exactly. Maybe it will. I don't know. Who knows? Um, this week we watched the fourth episode of Gotcha Man Crowds, entitled, Evan, say the K- word. Kitch. Kitch. K-I-T-C-H. Yeah. That oh. is a heck of a name. Yeah, I, I, all the episode names are like weird, like avant-garde words, including the first episode, which is just called avant-garde. Yeah, I they're very much going for kind of an artsy thing, so I get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I see what they're doing here, and I'm like, oh, you poor soul. It was such a nice time in 2013. Yeah. It's much... Uh... Much nicer thoughts going on, less of a horrid world. I mean, or I was just delusioned and didn't, I wasn't aware of it, which made 2013 better. Either is a valid answer. Yeah, pretty much. We'll see how. Uh, I mean, the world's going as it is, and technically, I guess we're good. But Jesus, uh, we're we're not dead. Yeah. The world hasn't blown up, so that's good. Yeah. Spoilers. I don't have much to say about this episode. Yeah, no, it's... Gotcha Man is having a weird thing where it... Like, it it, it still feels all very high concept. It's... There's a 13-episode series, and... Like, I'm wondering, did they know they were going to have a second season, or what? Because... Yeah, I'm not sure. Gotcha Man Crowd still feels very high concept. Like, the characters have their identities and stuff's going on, but other than that, it's just like, okay, we were gonna try and get to places so we can say something. I'm not entirely sure, well, I'm halfway sure what we're what the show is trying to say. But I get the feeling there's a lot more it's gonna try and say before the end, and I'm not sure how much of it is gonna come across. Right. So apparently there's 12 episodes and an OVA, and the episode 12 is considered the first half of the OVA, pretty much. That makes sense. So what happens in this episode is we see the crowds, which is 
a power of Galax. Yeah, which they're they're the big man. I don't know how to describe them. They're they're big. They're humanoids with a giant like orb eye in place of a head. So like I I think the metaphors like cloud computing like did like realized into the real world. I guess, but it, it's like nobody can see them. Well, that's because they did an amnesia effect. Oh, right. That was an actual thing that happened. Yeah. I totally forgot that she, they used the amnesia effect. Yeah, so Ruri used the amnesia effect for the crowds, and the crowds, like, each crowd entity seems to be, like, a Galax user's, like, cell phone or whatever. Their cell phone or their... Their device of some sort. Like, I, I wasn't entirely sure how they were controlling them. Is it, like... Were they like playing a game on their phone? I know. I, I, I don't know. I kind of saw it as like, do you wish to, you know, like contribute your phone power to helping these people? So I'm, I'm wondering, like, are, th- are, are the crowds being directly controlled by the people, or is it the people are sending them out and then they are autonomous? Well, I think the people are sending them out, and they're either controlled by Rory or, or people in the hundred. Um, that's my take of it. I'm not, because I wasn't sure, because it's just, it shows a bunch of people sitting around on their phones, I guess, trying to imply, oh, hey, these are the, these are the hundred using their crowds, and I wasn't sure if it's like, okay, what, what are they actually doing? Yeah. Agreed. It's kind of vague. Um, so... So these crowds are used to stabilize the gondola and to help this rescue person get up there. Yeah, I'm like, I'm wondering, was is the rescue, I guess the rescue person was one of the hundred? Yes, because I believe in the previous episode, there was the person asking for, um, for permission to use, like, the, the power or whatever, and then it was authorized by, um, Rory. So I think that that was that person here. Okay, that makes sense. I wasn't a hundred. I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Yeah, it's kind. It's kind of vague. Um, it could also be because they're not sure. Yeah, I don't know. It. It's a strange thing. Um. So yeah, there's this. A bunch of people in the gondola. They go from like freaking out that they're gonna die. To like this old man being like, whoa, whoa now, let me tell you here, young whippersnapper, this Galax thing saved my life. We should no, uh we should listen to it. They'll they'll come to save us. It's saying that we only got so long to wait, they're gonna come to save us. No, how could you fucking trust it? No, just fine. Okay. I guess we're I guess we're fine and we're gonna trust this random internet thing saying we're gonna come help. Yeah. But it but it works, so yeah, like, it's right, and everything does go and end up okay, so I mean... Yeah, I mean, I think, I like, right. I think that's just, like, playing into, like, the main the main conflict of the show here with this. Oh, it definitely is. And it's even got fucking Hajime a little bit later in the show reiterating the, no, we can't, like, 100% rely on Galax, that's a bad idea. Yeah, like, it's such a, I don't know, it's a weird argument, because, like, 
it's not even necessarily that Galax it's doing anything. It's that Galax is just like enabling people to do things. So like Galax isn't the solution. People are the solution. Yeah, and I guess it was also trying to do the thing again of like don't don't a hundred percent just like focus entirely on one thing. Yeah, like don't don't only use one resource because that's not great. Yeah, I like I think there might be like a greater thing trying to say like don't necessarily like trust a single system, but trust the people behind the system. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, that's kind of how I take away about it. And yeah, because like later on in this episode, it starts like when people said it's like oh. Why do we need all this other stuff if we have this sweet Galax app? And I'm like, that's that's weird. Like, why why not both? Yeah, just a bit. Like, why not have it be use everything? That'd be a good idea. Yeah, like I don't I don't see anything wrong with it as like a supplementary tool for like or you know for like smaller scale stuff and things like that. Definitely, like it. Galax is kind of an amazing piece of work. It's just yeah, until it probably gets hijacked later in the season. Oh yeah, no, it's it's definitely getting hijacked. There's nothing to do about that. Um, yes, like it, there there is no way that Bird Cats didn't give it to Ruri, didn't give the ability to Ruri just so they could abuse it later. So that happens, gondola stuff resolved, no one died, everybody's happy. Um, after that, um, Joe Joe transforms and he fights. That's pretty dope. Yeah, we get to see Joe's uh, Gotcha Man outfit. It he's, cool. he's, he's like Ghost Rider Phoenix Man. He fucking reminds me of uh, Cherno Alpha from fucking... Oh, from uh, Pacific Rim? Yeah. Pacific yeah, yeah. Rim. Because he's got, like, the really big, like, uh, fisticuffs. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. It, I, like, just, like, the skull and the being on fire reminded me of Ghost Rider a lot. Oh, definitely. And, like, he has, like, phoenix wings, I think. I'm gonna assume. That's the only Firebird I know. Yeah, I'm looking at it, and it's like, he was getting ready to transform, and I'm doing, okay, are you Joe the Eagle again? No, it's, like, Joe the Phoenix, which is really cool get it because he he's reborn because it's a new show uh that's fun um, that's true that's fun yeah if that wasn't the um the justification um you should really just retcon that yeah because that's that's that is a fun justification um but yeah he fights bird cats and like i i it's it's like a one-sided fight joe's fighting yeah, like he does okay. But it definitely feels like Bird Cats isn't even really paying attention and is just kinda like, ah da 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 whatever, da da do. Yeah. And then and then Joe just kind of loses when um Bird Cats decides to pull out a note of their own. Yeah. Like okay I mean I guess we'd known that this would have happened, but I mean, there's like, there's like, what, like, two hundred and ninety nine other gotcha men. Yeah, and we, I, we basically already knew that bird cats could do stuff like that due to uh, giving the power to Ruri. Yeah, we haven't seen that yet, though. 
or did we? I don't remember. Well, we we haven't. Well, no, we actually did see this episode. We see it in this episode, but I don't think at this time. I think it was just implied beforehand. Yeah, it was implied. It was you heard Berg Katz's voice talking about it, and it was implied that Berg Katz was the one that did it, at the very least. Yep. Um. So that fight scene happens, and then Joe basically relays this to everybody, and. Uh, Pie Man and Odie are just like super silent during it and like super yeah. serious. Suspiciously quiet. Yeah. And everybody else is like, that's weird. As you would be, because don't you think they would, they would probably think they would be more like, oh yeah, this is going to be horrid. Yeah. And they're like, nope. guys, definitely for sure don't get into a fight with this thing that we're not going to tell you what it is. You don't don't fight bird cats. Why? No, shut up. Just don't fight bird cats. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess Joe's still allowed. They didn't tell Joe not to. Yeah, that's true. Oh, they so. also get they get a new memo like sent to their notes about about this, which seems to be referring to bird cats. Yes, yeah, so the fucking what did uh, refer to it as like a bird with clipped wings or something. Yeah. Hajime hears from. Uh, Uchisu, kind of like, a, like a very high level idea of what's going on with her, which is um, she has clones and her cans heal and destroy things. Like she's she's got clones, okay. Like are they all like is is every Utsutsu a clone? Because it also shows a bit of like that Atsutsu can, like, transfer her thoughts between the clones, because she's, as the same time she's talking to Hajime, she's also walking with OD. Yeah. And the stuff Hajime says affects the Atsutsu that's with OD. So I, I guess... I assume there is a prime Utsutsu. Somewhere. Yeah. So... There's that. Um, there's a scene where um, Odie and Pi are playing. Oh, what should we call it? Reverse or whatever. I I'm not sure if Odie is human anymore. He's cause... he's not. Oh, I was not aware that he oh. wasn't. I don't know if you're supposed to know that or if just Chris told me. I think Chris just told you because that's the first I've heard about it. Um, also they they mentioned that he can't transform; otherwise, he just destroys the world. So that's cool. Yeah, it's like it. It is inferred that Odie has fought with bird cats before and was not able to kill them, or didn't kill them for some reason. Yeah, and that like, yeah, Paimon says you can't transform because you'll blow everything up. Because I'm thinking of the the scenes at the beginning of the show where it's Odie. Pre or in the process of transforming and everything is exploding. So I'm like, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna see. It, see. Can we see it now? That'd be nice. So we don't. It's gonna turn out to be a dream, but there's a sequence where like um, Bird Cats is pulling out, pulling the note out of Rory in like this extremely violent manner. Yeah. It it when JJ was doing it to Hajime, it was kind of like it was an intrusive thing. But it definitely felt like there's no pain, and he's just kind of doing this. With how uh, Berg Katz was doing it, I definitely feel like 
Ruri was in pain while it was happening. Yeah. Yeah, there's kind of like uh like a yin and yang thing going on there. Yeah, and it makes me think, okay, like are bird cats and JJ the same type of alien or is this a power that can like is is it is the is the ability to transform someone's soul into a note like an ability that can be learned or is it just based off of a race and JJ and bird cats are the same race? Yeah, that's what I was curious to know. Don't know. Interested to find out. Um, so apparently, like, Ruri gets crowds and also a note. That's kind of like a twofer deal. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, because it implies when, uh, when Birdcots gave Ruri the um ability, is like, oh hey, yeah, I'm gonna, we're gonna do our thing, and oh hey, use this power I'm giving you, and and a crowds showed up and i'm like okay so i thought that was you know i i thought ruri's thing was just uh x or something like i'm not entirely sure what power uh like what's power versus like what um what's uh um, like what? What's like genius? Like intellect versus like power versus? Yeah, I'm not sure what bird cats actually gave to him. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So then Ruri wakes up from this dream, and bird cats is there, and they kind of conversate more. Bird cats kind of just monologues and talks about how like humanity's doomed because of their heart or whatever. And yeah, Ruri's it's... like heart. So like Ruri's getting played. Oh, definitely. That's that's a spoiler to no one. Like, yeah, no, bird cats. Like, it's. I was a little disappointed, not not very, because you know, the show has things to say. But I was a little disappointed that it seems to be boiling down to humans are at their core evil. No, they're not. Humans are at their core good. But wait, humans at their core are undecided. Yeah. That's that's the feeling I'm gonna. That's the feeling I get is gonna happen. Is it's gonna be a thing of like, no, humans have the choice of what they do. So, X X is like, hey, maybe you should ask them gotcha men for help. And Ruri's like, nope, ignoring that idea. <laughs> like, gives a two pronged thing of, for one, gotcha men don't exist. Okay, and two, no, the world isn't gonna be saved by heroes. It's gonna be saved by normal people. Yeah. Which makes me think that Ruri had some sort of trauma when they were younger to be like, no, fuck heroes, though. Maybe. Um, so then there is a scene where Hajime is shown working at, I'm just going to assume it's a scrapbooking store. It's a scrapbooking store. Uh, yeah, I thought it was like a bookstore. Yeah. And then her friends are talking about like how Galax is great and whatever. And how everything should just replace Galax. And Hatchby's like, eh, it doesn't seem right. Yeah, don't don't limit yourself to only one thing. That's not a good idea. And yeah, no, she's right. Don't focus entirely on one source of information, ways to help people. Like, doing that, you just limit yourself, no matter how good something is. Yeah. For sure. 
Yes, and then uh, the fireman guy comes up, and Hajime's like, "Hey, you know, even if even if the world was on fire, you'd still help people, right?" And he's like, "Yep." <laughs> and Hajime's <laughs> like, "See?" Yeah, he he has the fun thing of, "Wait, what? What are you talking about?" Like, "Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, no, I'd do that," which is very fun and silly. I enjoy it because I I get the feeling that Hajime is the type of person that she's having a conversation in her own head, and then like she comes up to you and asks a question which if you could see her train of thought would make complete perfect sense but otherwise you're just like what are you asking what what are you asking me yeah exactly agreed um so then we get to like the end part of this episode where there's this mom who's angry at her child so she's just gonna leave her i don't know man this scene made me super uncomfortable like I have seen like this specific thing happen where I don't I don't like it, Evan. No, I don't like it either particularly, but it is definitely a thing I've seen happen. And like usually the parent doesn't go very far and just kind of has their kids sit there and cry. And no, this isn't good parenting. This feels like this mom has like the feeling I get from this is okay, there's this mom she has a There's bunch of There's so shit. many fucking red flags that just go off on yeah, this scene to me. She has a bunch of shit she has to do. She could not get a babysitter and has to have her kid around. And I get the feeling that, like, it has been all day. The kid has been crying. being Basically being upset at being dragged around. And she just, yeah, gives up. Is like, all right, fine, then you can fucking stay here and I'll leave you. And, you know, doing the whole thing of, hey, look, humans are bad and evil. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. Just a bit. Um, Bert Katz decides to make out with her and become a clone of her. And then rip the door off of a car. Proceed to get in the car. And and then kill a bunch of people. Play Carmageddon by themselves and go around, yeah, running people over with a car. Also, Rory's right there. Yeah, r- r- for some reason, I guess Rory was either following Berg cats or was just out and about. I think I'm... they were just out and about. I-, I got the feeling they were they had been following Berg cats after the stuff in the morning and was like, I don't know, maybe I should look into this more. Maybe. I, I guess I could see it either way. Um. So that happens. Um, at and the end of it, Rory has a... like... Oh, sorry, go ahead. It, it was just like in that scene there are I, I find it like my suspension to disbelief took a bit of a strain because there are multiple people sitting there that see the woman standing there watching as the car Amnesia is going around effect. oh right bird cats did that too didn't they yep i totally forgot they did that yeah but yeah i, I guess so like unsuper sure what like the um uh fuck man words are hard I'm unsure like what the what like the the like the limit or like the the exact like um way like amnesia effect works yeah like I want to know I want a document that I can read about like okay here's how amnesia effect actually works here are its limitations because for right now, it seems kind of like, okay, Amnesia Effect is going to do what we need it to. 
I, I need like amnesia effects it described to me in the terms of a JoJo stand. Yeah, that'd be useful. Um because yeah, because then I feel like we'd get a understanding of like its its powers, how far it can go, what it does. Better. Yeah. Um so that happens. Rory just like has a mental breakdown in the at the end of it. Yeah, like I I guess Rory has finally understood that hey, this weird alien that came was like, Hey, you want superpowers after I've torn I have effectively painfully torn your soul out from your body and turned it into this thing. Hey, you want superpowers? Ruri has finally understand maybe that alien isn't a good guy. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should have caught on when he called me primitive um when he called me primitive con or whatever. Yeah, it is very like yeah, Bird Cats is directly referring to Ruri as primitive. Hey there, primitive, and I'm like, mm, you think you would notice something. Or actually no, I bet Ruri is definitely the type of person who's like, okay, yeah, no, I bet I can manipulate this otherworldly alien that I have no idea about. Yeah. So that happens. Um Joe is like hearing the news thing. And he decides he's going to do something about it. And he walks out and he's like, ah, that's not true that there's no heroes. I'm a hero. Yeah, it's the him and his, uh, the bartender that he's with is like, oh, Joe, you're back to normal. You're doing your thing. You seem like nothing ever changed. And Joe is like, of course, well, of course, nothing changed. I'm perfectly, I'm always perfectly the same and normal. And yeah, his co-workers are talking about how Galax is great, and oh, maybe we'll become obsolete as public service workers. Joe yeah, like, eh, maybe not. That's not how that works. You know, there will there will always be bureaucracy. Yep. Agreed. Um. That's pretty much it. Well, so at the end of that, there is, um, there's it shows JJ for a second who is doing some things with some origami birds, and and the red one, uh, just burns up in flames. I'm wondering who is the red? Is, is the red one supposed to be Joe? That's my guess. That seems like the like the simple like comparison. Yeah, because it's very obvious that the um. The paper birds that JJ has been making are meant to represent the different gotchamen, but I'm not yeah, I'm not sure what color is what gotchamen yet. Yeah, I assume Joe is right. I don't think he's gonna die. I don't think he's gonna die, but like I definitely think he's going to be incapacitated. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. I, I like Joe. He's kind of cool. He is. He's a good character. He's a disillusioned politician. I feel that. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's definitely a thing of like, oh, right, you have been pretty much ground down by the bureau- the bureaucratic wheels and are just... Life has life has ground out your dreams and hopes. Yeah. Which is a big fucking mood. For real. Um... Yeah, no, that's all I got. Yeah, it's like, stuff happened in this episode, but it's 
don't know. It it feels much. I don't want to say lesser, but like things happen and stuff goes on, and it doesn't feel like much happens. Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. I I, I think it's just like a setup episode more than anything. Yeah, I can see that. Like, I think we're just kind of laying pieces around, but yeah, I, like stuff, I don't know, it's a weird thing, because like stuff definitely happens, it just doesn't like feel like it. Yeah, no, it's, it, it feels like nothing of super import happens, and yeah, it's just a whole bunch of setup. Like, I, I get the feeling things are going to pop off soon, but I'm not sure when. Uh, hopefully soon. I mean, considering we're a third of the way through the episode or th- through the series, first season, yep, I would hope so. Yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Yeah, I think that's good. Just maybe like if I don't know if Gatchaman keeps doing like this, maybe we could think about doing two episodes. But for now, it's just like eh, whatever. That's fair. Um. Yeah, I mean, this is a podcast on the internet at going to um, at journeythroughthedecacast.com <laughs> where there are links to um, all of the podcatchers, also a Twitter, and also an email. You should email us. Emails are cool, guys. Yeah. Um, I would like to hear what words you have to say. It would be nice. Um... And next time, we'll be back with a show. Probably more Common Rider. Yeah, probably Common Rider. Who knows? Um, also, if you didn't know, there's th- that cool thing where Toei's just putting up two episodes of Random Common Rider on their YouTube channel. Yeah, that, and they that's... definitely started with Ryuki, and it's definitely because of us, for sure, 100%. Oh, yeah. You know, that's totally our fault. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Super Rise uh, re-airing Ultraman Z, if you didn't catch that the first time. Uh, that's pretty dope, or at least they did the first episode. Um, so maybe they're re-airing that again. I believe also it's possible that that's in a higher quality than before. Uh, it's now 1080 when I think it was 720 the first time. Um, oh. Don't quote me on that, though. Um, I don't know if there's any other tokusatsu things i can think of um i don't know if fletch has mentioned it yet but like um uh hakaider's coming out soon on blu-ray uh buy that that movie's a fucking ride that's neat um what else i think i think that's it that sounds good cool um until next time we're just a passing through podcast remember that goodbye everybody and yeah that's all i got i'm gonna click stop now